Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush and Ben Taylor. What's up, everybody? We're back again. It's episode 285 of the Dad Bod Dad Gum Golf Pod. Too much hamburger meat hanging out there, baby. Happy Monday. Uh, the PGA Championship is in the books. We have a live winner for the first time since in five tries. So not that very not that long, but and we're going to talk about it. But, to, but before we get there, tonight's episode is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one sports betting website in the country. I wish you could have got some of Brooks Kepka on Bet Online. You would have made a killing. You had a couple of rounds you could live bet it and still made a ton of money. Uh, because of the, you know, he started off a little slow, then he roared back. Uh, they have everything. You can live bet golf. You can live bet anything. You can regular bet anything. You can do basically anything you can imagine you can bet on. You can bet on at Bet Online. Sign up today. Your initial deposit, you can get a 50% bonus on top using coupon code BLEAV, B L E A V. There's no point in searching, there's no point in trying to find that sketchy bookie to place a bet with who's going to come break your ankles. Just go oh, wow. ahead and go with Bet Online. It's safe. It's fun. They got the uh, casino you can play with if you're a, a huge degenerate. Have some fun. Bet Online. It's where the game starts. Ben, the moment we've been waiting for did not take that long. No, uh, I it learned almost, something. It almost I think was I've, sooner. I think I've learned something about myself. Okay, we preach. We we preach this mantra of we're not pro. PGA Tour, we're not pro-live, we're just pro-golf. I think I'm pro-live. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to go. I could be – it could be that I'm just pro-chaos. I don't know, but I looked – I, I, I think that's it. more in line with what you are. I think you're pro-chaos. I think both I, of us are probably pro-chaos. I looked at my PGA Tour app, and the only players that I had starred were live guys. <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, you could be pro live. Not a single. Not That's single not the case PGA with me. Not a single PGA Tour guy. No, I think, but I, I do think I'm pro chaos. I, I do think I like to see people uncomfortable. I, I like to see people squirm. It's interesting. It's fun to talk about. And boy, will there be some squirming going on uh, over the next several weeks before uh, the U.S. Open. Brooks Kepka wins the. Uh, wins the uh, PGA championship and honestly kind of dominating fashion. I mean, there was mm-hmm. a little bit, it was a little tight before uh, Hovland just caught a terrible, terrible break on, I think it was six, was it 16? Um, and then Brooks birdied 16. So, I mean, it was, uh, it was, it was a, it was fun. It was exciting. There was fireworks. I mean, where do we even begin, Ben? Where do we, where do we even? Well, first, first and foremost, like you said about the pro live thing, I think I became more pro-live because of the media Sure, this time around. And the reason being is because, number one, I quote tweeted Brando Shimbley, which, by the way, still not blocked me, even though I'm probably ruder to him than you are, but you've been yeah. blocked, so I don't quite get that. I'm a super nice guy. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I, I really, I, honestly, I don't understand it because I've been a dick to him, and he hasn't blocked me. Maybe he just muted me. Maybe, that's, maybe he did that a long ago, and he just hasn't yeah. seen anything I've said. Um, but he cannot help even when they were being very outspokenly pro Brooks Kepka last night on the set, on the live from that they do every night yeah. afterward, 
he said, yeah, they're the best players money can buy. Like, he made sure he threw that dig in there. Yeah. When, when all he had to do was just say he's got a shot tomorrow and leave it. Everybody else on the panel did not take a dig. And he just had to throw it in there where he said, well, and then he said, and granted, it was easy, low-hanging fruit for him to say it when he was talking about Block making a run yesterday and or on Saturday. And he said, that's the story of the tournament, not the rest of these guys. Well, that was the thing. When he said the rest of these guys, you know what he meant. He didn't sure. mean the rest of the PGA Tour guys or yeah. the rest of the field. He meant the live guys. That's what he meant. And, I mean, he had to have been squirming, too, last night doing it or night before last doing it because, I mean, you got Bryson and Brooks with a shot at winning this thing. Bryson – I mean, it was there was not a glimmer. There was not really a, a glimmer of hope outside of live. I mean, there was not. It, Bryson led the first round. Uh, I don't remember who was leading after the second round. Brooks was leading after the third round, uh, and I mean, and Bryson kind of made an, another semi run today and finished, yeah. I think, top ten. Uh, yes. So uh, it was just a. I don't know. It was a bad, bad look. Your 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 golden your golden child, uh, Rory, played terrible and then kind of came back a little bit. Finished. He may have finished in the top. I think I'm pretty sure he finished in the top fifteen. Mm-hmm. John Rahm was like ready to go. He was cussing out drones and fans <laughs> and cameras and everything. Y'all always look me in the face. Y'all always try to shoot me in the face when I'm mad. Like that was one of the things that uh, he got really mad at the cameraman because they would zoom in on him. He's like, yes. y'all always want to get a shot of me right in the face whenever I'm mad. Well, of course, John, that's the most entertaining part about you. To be uh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is we know that there's a reason you're called Rombo. You're not called, you know, Princess Rom. You're called Rombo. Like we're expecting you to go off. I, Speaking of going off, that's another place we can start. This was known as the tournament of cussing in the first round. Yeah. They caught everybody on a hot mic with some F-bombs and what a shit layout this is. <laughs> yeah. Everything else you can imagine. And then they talked to him after the round and they're like, oh, it's a beautiful setup. Like the PGA has done really well. Everything's been great. It's like, well, that's not what you said on six. Rory called himself the P word, I believe, at one point in time. An F and P, I think, is what he called himself. And then uh, Jordan Spieth, which I didn't even know he cussed. He said he he wished he could hit one F and good iron shot in this whole round. I mean, that was in- after he hit it in the toilet too. Did you notice that? Like he hit it literally <laughs> in the porta in the porta johns, where he had to take relief. No pun intended. He had to take relief from the yeah. porta johns in order to hit his next shot. I, and then that's when he said, can I hit an effing good iron shot? And I was like, oh, this is the guy that says, like, dang it, and shucks, and doggone it. And it. I'll be I'll be darned. I shouldn't have made that darn putt. I'm sorry. E. Willikers. <laughs> that's the kind of he, he went from there to effing place. <laughs> he ran out of, he ran out of, uh, he ran out of. Uh, he ran out of Gomer Pilisms is what he yeah, did. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, man, it was great. It was great. Uh, great tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to throw a few little questions out from out to you and see if you you know just without any preparation, what's your, what's like the biggest moment that you'll take like I, it could be Brooks, it could be something else. What's the biggest moment you'll take away from this that you'll this I'll never forget this. What's this? Oh, biggest? it's hands down. It's the hole in one. Sure. I mean, a guy that's not supposed to be out there 
hits a hole in one, and then the all shucks attitude he's had the entire time showed because he's like me. He can't see jack crap. So he even said like three times, did that go in? Nobody had answered him. Everybody just kept hugging him and high-fiving him. And he's like, what, did it go in? And and he even said afterwards in the post-round interview, he said, I didn't know why Rory was hugging me. He's like, I thought I had it at 10 feet. Rory's <laughs> hugging me. No, he slam dunks it. Yeah, he dunks. That That by far will be – They'll That'll talk be about that for a long, long, long time. Yeah. They already, everybody was already pulling for. Uh, there was the only, I guess it was the only PGA Tour pro, the only uh, teaching pro that made it through. Was it? Is it Mike Block? Michael Block? Or yeah, Michael he's Block? not the only one that's ever made it through. He's definitely no, just the only this year. This yeah, year, he's he's the only one that's ever. He he has set the tone. He's the top. He's the top finishing pro ever. Um, yeah. and and that is at number fifteen. Uh, it's where he tied for, which gets him into next year's PGA Championship. Now, they said at some point in time, somebody had tweeted out, you know, you need to give him a couple of sponsor exemptions to play in more tournaments this year. And I thought, okay, let's not ruin a good thing. I think he got one. For Did he the, already? I think he's gotten one. for. The, is it the Charles Schwab? I think. Is that the Norse next? Clone? I don't know if it's the next one. He's got one more tournament he can play in this year, free of charge because of this win. And then he qualified to play in next year's PGA Championship, yeah. of course. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, he's in last stage of U.S. Open qualifying. That's probably right. So, so like he's playing for a spot for uh, to be in the U.S. Open too. I mean, so it's I just think. a great story because he doesn't hit it far. I mean, he hits it 260, 270, maybe 280 when he gets a good one yeah. off the tee, and everybody's like, "Well, I mean, 280 is far enough." I'm like, "Not when the other guys are hitting it 320. Like that's not that's not a long way. That's a long way for us amateurs, but." 280 is not, not a lot. 515 away. yard par fours. Oh, I mean, he hit on one of the par fours. He hit driver off the deck to get home. He's a, but what a cool story. And then the slam dunk hole in one. Like this wasn't like a hit and trickle. Yeah. This was like we had to do, we had to do like repair work to the hole. Yes. Because he just jammed it. See, the, uh, uh, that'll stick out in my mind. I thought it was cool what Brooks said when he met him afterwards. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, he said, her drinks are on you. Yeah, yeah. I That's thought that was fantastic cool. that it made its way around the course. Like, other people knew about it already. Um, That's that just cool. shows you how dialed in the other pros were and how happy they were for him. So, yeah. I thought that was cool. So, uh, two things that kind of stuck out to me. All all of it revolves around Brooks. So, like, at the beginning, the first round – is either the first round or the second round um, – it was Jim Nance and he made a comment and it's, this is another one of those where it's like, I wrote this down so I can make sure to say yes. it. I thought of it. He says, uh, I think it was early in Brooks's round. Oh, Brooks coming off a win last night. If just in case you haven't seen it, you know, based in other words, make to make a dig, like, of course, nobody's seen. Yeah. Him. Nobody watches the, the, the live, you know, which is guys. really funny considering he ended up winning. And then, I can't decide if the bunker shot he hit on 11 or the putt on 13 is the 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 putt uh on 13 the par 5 was the like to me the biggest shot. I, I, the at the time it was probably the bunker shot cuz it could have been a two a two shot swing so a long par 3 and he hits a fried egg up against the lip. Right, the yeah. Bunker. And um, it's funny, like, he, he had to have, like, one leg sitting up way higher than the other. And, like, a lot of times, like, guys, 
it takes them forever to f- kind of figure out how they're going to stand. He just walks up in there, puts his leg up there, and and swings. And it to the point where I didn't know he was going. Like he swung, and I was like, "Wait, whoa, 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 whoa!" He's hitting. Yeah, he's going right now. And he blasts it out, and he he makes bogey. But you you have to see the lie and the lip of the bunker to understand how incredible it was that he even got it out. And he almost made he almost made the putt for par, which would have been he lifted out, which would have been an incredible par. Oh yeah, he missed the putt because. I mean, he even said, he said, that that's the line. He said, I hit my line. He said, yeah. so it had to be a misread because – Or he, he hit said, it a little I, too hard. I think he hit a little too firm. I think that's what it was. I don't know that he missed his line. I mean, it ran past quite a bit. So, I think that's what – you're right. I think that's what kind of kept it from going in. I, I will say, with people like Brooks, those that have said that range finders will slow the game down, they are so wrong. Brooks was ready to go at all times because his caddy shot it. They were sitting there waiting on the next guy to hit. One thing too, so Brooks took extra extra time on the greens, and I didn't. I, I've never seen him do this before, but he was so aggravated over the pace of play at the Masters that he was like, "I'm going to take my time on the greens because I'm a great putter. I might as well take my time because there's nowhere to go when I get to the tee box." So he would take his time. He would. He took extra time. Like I'm talking about marking, remarking like kick-ins, like two footers. Yes. But he was taking, he was very deliberate putting the ball, and he made some unbelievable putts uh down, especially down the stretch. I mean, all weekend, he was so deliberate on the greens. And uh that's aggravating at sometimes, but like like he's like they said, he's so he didn't want to get to the tee box and be waiting forever like he did at the Masters. It, it messed with his head. So, especially in the final group. Yeah, I mean you're yeah. not, you're not going anywhere. There's nobody pushing you, so you might as well now. In the fairway, no. He got his number. He pulled his club and he waited on Hovland. I don't know if you saw the exchange that he had with Hovland when both of them were the exact same distance out. And even uh, Dottie Pepper said that lets you know that, like, Brooks is the statesman here. Like, he he's he's the experienced one in match play. They were exact same distance out. Either one of them could have gone. And Hovland said, me or you? And Brooks immediately said, you go right ahead. Like, he wanted to see what he had to do next. Like, he wanted Hovland to go first. And yeah. Pepper brought it up as well as um, who was in the booth with Jim Nance? Zinger? Yeah, Zinger, he he said the same thing as he said. Oh no, that's exact. Like in match, like at this point, they're in match play situation. That's what you want to see and how you have to respond. And so he and Hoblin being youthful, he could have easily called for a ruling. But that was what they said. They said he just went without asking the official yeah. to go. Hey, who's who's out? Me or him? He just went, and then he didn't hit a great shot. And then Brooks stuck it within, like within him. And not only stuck it within him, got a read, and he made the putt. So I know that seems so small, but that just is something that, like, guys that had the experience, people like Brooks that have played in a ton of match play events, Hovland being young. I mean, I hate to point out youth because he's played more golf than you and I have ever thought about. But still, yeah. the like, that was a case where Hovland could have easily called an official over and said, can you tell us who's supposed to go? And he didn't. I really wish it was someone else other than Hovland that was – I wanted Scotty Scheffler. I wanted him to be in the final group with Brooks. Well, see, that one would have been tough too because I would have been pulling for. I, I really <laughs> wanted someone to root against. You know what I mean? Like I was such I was, as 
Rory? Yeah, if it had been Rory, I'd have been like fired up if 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 Brooks just beheaded him, on, <laughs> you know, just emasculated him uh, in the eighteen holes. But um, uh, I don't I don't know. It it was still fun. Victor's gonna win a major. He's gonna win multiple. I think he's just yeah. He's, he's really really good. He he got like he got tear a terrible break on sixteen. He did. Stuck in the lip of a bunker, couldn't get out. Ended up double, I think, doubling. Which, he did, and then Brooks made a birdie from like off the green, which was, and I was like, I, I got in trouble for my wife uh, when he made he uh, he made it. And I, I don't know why. I just was like, I just said, yeah, f you, like really loud <laughs> on the back porch, and she's like, the neighbors are going. What are you? Why are you saying that? I was like, I'm gonna be honest. I don't even know. I have no idea why I said that. Just, but I just said it right. I was just like so pumped because he just jarred it. But uh, it was, it was, it was great. That was a ton of fun. I gave up a round of golf, free, uh, for a free pass to go play golf this afternoon. Like the wife to gave watch the, the PGA go- Championship. So the wife gave me the green, the green light. Had a tea time. Said no, nah, I gotta watch this, and it was. She so probably weird. wish you would have gone since you were cussing on the back porch, and yep. now the neighbors are so, gonna think there's was... domestic abuse taking place at Kyle's yep. house. It was, <laughs> it was. It was so worth it. So worth it. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit more about the PGA Championship when we come back, but before we talk, we're gonna talk about something else that's super worth it. Look at the hat Ben's got on, the shirt, my shirt, Bad Birdie Golf. You got to check them out. A lot of you already have. But keep going. Hey, use coupon code DAD15. Uh, dad there you go. Just DAD15. Just DAD15. Take 15% off. Uh, they just dropped like 12 new polos. Like they just keep churning out these polos. They're they're unbelievable. Polos, hats, pullovers, pants, shorts. They got everything. They're loud, but they're classy at the same time. The The material is phenomenal. Uh, I can't wait to wear these in in like hot weather because it, they're just they're going to look great and I'm going to feel great at the exact same time. Uh, so check them out. Save big. Bad birdie golf. Y'all have already been blowing up the orders. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. So uh, check them out. All right. Uh, just just keep on going. Um, one thing I, I something about Rory wearing a hat backwards sort of reeled me back in. I don't know why backwards hat Rory was likable. He was kind of like fat Rory. Um, I, I don't, I don't know what it was, but I, I caught, I found myself sort of liking him on, it was either Friday or Saturday when he started playing pretty good. And uh, you know, they're all, I don't know why they're all had their hat. I guess it's because the water drips off maybe. Yeah. The rain drips off the bill. So they turn they around just, backwards. A lot of them turn the hat around backwards, but Rory, I don't know. Tiger started that, and everybody called him a thug. Whenever the other guys do it, it's okay, though. Sure. I, I don't know what it is. Rory is – Rory could be so much more likable. The, the 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 comments he made before this thing where he was like, um, I've, I've, if my rec- a career ended today, I'd be happy. And I just – man, it's just like, why can't you have a little bit of dog in you? He turns his hat around backwards and starts making birdies. Like, why? What? What is it about this? Like, why can't he just get that 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 fire that that go get it and and make it happen? Because he's more talented than anybody out there. Like, what what is the deal? Like, why can't he just do it? 
and he won't do what he says he's going to do. He said after the third round, they talked to him, and he was quoted as saying, I'm just hitting it so well, I just need to tee it up high and just hit bombs. And then he got out there, and he tees off with a three-wood on number one to start the day. And I'm like, bro, like I was excited about seeing you tee off because I thought, okay, now we get 350-yard Rory on a long course that's fixing to dominate. And he went soft on number one to begin the final round. And he doesn't have, I mean, I texted you and I'm I'm wrong in the aspect that he doesn't have a loser's mentality, but he definitely doesn't have a winner's killer's mentality. It's more of a, you know, guys, if I play good today, I play good today. And if I don't, you know, I'm just glad I'm out here and I get to play with the pro that's from California and we're going to have a good time. And if I'm in the hunt at the end, that's awesome. And if not, that dude had a good day. And that's good for golf. And he's not he doesn't have a if it, if you ain't first, you're last mentality. Oh, like, there's no doubt. He never picks out a place for he and his wife to eat dinner. No. Like he he is gonna go just do whatever everybody else wants to do. He yeah. doesn't say, No, I want chicken tonight. He doesn't say that. He's like, you know what, honey, whatever makes you happy. And I understand a lot of us do that, but that's because we're not professional golfers that make $500 million a year. And if we did, I would probably have a whole different look on life. (laughs) (laughs) And I pick a hell of a lot more restaurants. (laughs) I I would, I would eat at a hell of a lot more restaurants than what I do right now. It's so, Uh, it's so frustrating. Like it's so frustrating. You know, they talked about this in the, in the, like post game and he's they talked about how um at Brandle, which he had no room to even really talk about this he talked about how winners get in the zone like you get in that zone and and how you can't explain it you don't really know how to get there sometimes you get there and you and, and it clicks and you make it happen and like you there's a lot of guys that have you know won uh, you know, two or three times on tour and they got in that zone that, that weekend or that day or whatever. And it happened and Brooks can just like, when it comes to majors, because I think his win percentage over uh, his win percentage of like regular starts is like 2%. And then his mm-hmm. win percentage of majors is like 14%, which is comparable with like tiger and Jack. Uh, but he Brooks is able to like, he's basically when he's physically able when he gets in a major he just can make himself turn that switch on and it's like Rory if if Rory could do that what could he be but he he can't he can't it's like it just has to happen you know what it i mean doesn't like, have to be, has... it doesn't have to be a mean switch like some people are under the impression that's what we mean you know tiger's got the mean switch brooks has the mean switch where they don't talk to anybody they don't visit they stay in the zone they stay focused within themselves Scheffler's got the same switch. He's still friendly, but he's just got that look on his face of total focus and nothing on the outside affects him. And Rory just doesn't have that demeanor. I think that JT has it. I, you know, when when JT gets pissed off, he starts playing that way. But he's just uh, not I, as physically gifted. Right. I think Spieth, who also... His game has gone downhill, but Spieth has it. When he was back in his – when he gets to talking to himself and he gets to chatter and he's only talking to Mike, you can tell he's in his world. Like, that's Spieth. He, he's not mean. He's not mad. He's not – but he's also not chummy with the other guy either. He's just – he 
and Michael Greller are focused on the task at hand. And Rory just is kind of like, it's just a good four-hour walk for him, man. We're just going to yeah. go and we're going to play golf today. And if come in things second, start – Right. Yeah. Like, I'm at the – I'm on the first page of the leaderboard. If I stay there, I'm cool with it. Like, that's yeah. fine. Let's just make a couple of cuts. How about that? <laughs> just make some cuts, you know? So, I, it is. It's frustrating because you've heard other golfers say it. The talent level with Rory and everybody else is unmatched. And he doesn't use it. He just – flounders man i don't i don't get it and i don't get it either it doesn't make a make a ton of sense and i know that's not him like he's not gonna be the guy on saturday night after the third round that sees somebody only three shots up and he's not gonna be the guy that does the post-round interview and goes i'm coming after him tomorrow like he's not gonna be that guy you know brooks is that guy tiger's that guy where tiger will say something like i've got to i gotta you know i gotta put some birdies on the board and get after it And, and brooks will say that but rory's just like you know, go and get a good night's sleep, get a good meal, get up and have breakfast do the next morning. And yeah, do my best. And if it works out, it works out. And it's like, no, bro, that's not – that does not work for you. So Let's change it up. <laughs> be a jerk. Be, like, hey, when you were when you were mad, when you were mad at, at Liv, you won tournaments. Yes. When he was pissed off and yeah. anti-Liv and making public statements like, those guys are doing it for the money. I don't know why they're saying anything other than that. And I won't talk to them when I see them. And he's even gone yeah. back on that. Now he's more chummy with them and talks to them and says, oh, those guys are good. I mean, it, it's like, bro, stick to it. Like, be a dick. Just so. just, just pick pick one and, ro- and roll with it. Roll with it. Um, All right, so you got Cam Smith, who's – who won the open last last fall or last the end of last summer. Mm-hmm. You got live guys that are two of the last three major winners. If I'm right, am I right on that? Yes. Uh, yeah. Cause yeah, the open championship last. So you got cam that won the open championship. You got Brooks that won this. And then Scotty and Brooks had a chance to win the masters. Scotty yeah. won the uh, masters. So you I got mean, uh, Rom, Rom won the masters. You got two out of your last um, two out of your last three major winners are on the live tour. This was a big win where it was like your first time where it's like a lit like he was he's on the live tour and then wins a major. Not like I want a major then join the live tour. This was a right. live guy. the The ratings have not been great understandably so it's it's weird timing and it's a bad network and whatever does this and like, i think the shotgun start still is trash i think they need to get rid of that two to four, i mean yeah so does this do you think that this is like do you think this is just a, a, a another feather in the hat this is a game changer this doesn't mean anything like what 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 do you think about this for live golf moving forward I think it's a feather in the hat. I don't think it's a game changer because I think as long as they're on the CW, you just can't forget it. I mean, people are not going over there and they're not going to watch it. Do you as a matter of fact, helps. they were talking about the YouTube numbers are better than the freaking CW numbers. So, Do you think this helps them move out of the CW? Like, is this more appealing to get out of away from the CW? I don't know who. I think but, I think next year, but they still got that. Is it a year deal or a three year deal? I think it's a three year deal with CW. Who knows? I don't. I have no idea. So, um, I. That's the that's the thing that hurts them is 
maybe it was just a year deal. I hope it was. If it was, that'd be easy next year going into next season. You just say, uh, uh-uh, uh, we're going somewhere else. You know, I think you're, I, I think other networks are absolutely stupid for not going after. And they could even say, they could say, look, we'll pick you up if you do away with this whole, you know, uh, shotgun start shotgun format. Start. If, yeah. if you'll play it like, we don't care if you wear shorts. We don't care if you play music. We don't care about all that. We don't care about the team concept. You know, what we care about is the fact that it looks like normal golf. And, and everybody's confused when the winner is finishing up on 14. That makes zero sense. Like, I don't like it. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I think that, you know, the ESPNs of the world – be absolutely stupid not to approach them and go, if you'll do this, we'll pick you up because clearly you've got the talent. I mean, Kyle looked through it. If I'm not mistaken, either four or five guys finished in the top 20 out of, out of 40 players. And see, that's another thing is live was supposed to get more guys in, but they let the Bo Hostlers of the world in who were ranked lower than other guys. So it could have been better finishes than what we saw. And and so, you know, Cam Smith, top 10 finish. Bryson DeChambeau, top five finish at number four, tie, uh, T4. Uh, Brooks wins it. So you got two guys in the top five, one of which is the winner. Three in the top um, 10, yeah. Yeah, three in the top 10. I mean, this is clearly and, – and you and I talked about it. Three out of the top five in the Masters were, were – or three live guys were top five. So clearly the – DJs and the Cam Smith. Now, is everybody great? No, we know that. Like, we know everybody on Live is not great. But there are some really good golfers in the – and, you know, what are the ramifications of this with the Ryder Cup? I mean, you're stupid if you're Ryder Cup captain and you don't take one of these Americans and DJ and Brooks and Bryson who are just wally-locking PGA Tour players. Zach Johnson basically said he's in. Like, but Jack, Zach basically said – if he is, if he's there, he's in, you know, and his, his points, he's second in Ryder cup points, which I think that's hilarious in two events. He's only played yeah. two PGA tour events. And he's second in Ryder cup points. Um, but yeah, I mean, well, Zach DJ's Johnson, gotta be up there too. Cause DJ, I mean, was right there on Sunday at Augusta and finished. He was, uh, he's like top 30 this time. He wasn't, he didn't finish great, but still, he made the cut, unlike a lot of other guys. He finished better than John Rahm. He's probably, he's probably. DJ's got some work to do in the in the last two majors. I would I would imagine, but yeah, Brooks should be solidified, which is great for the American team. Um, yeah, uh, I I don't know that it did anything. This is the biggest thing that I think it could possibly do. Hey, we can still win majors. We can still make Ryder Cups. You can. There's a pathway to do a lot of the things yep. on that 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 cement your legacy, uh, and and you can make a pile of money. It may make those guys that may be on the fence, you know, like a maybe like a Victor Hovland, you know, somebody like somebody yeah. like that. That's like, hey, I don't super duper care about a ton other than let's make a pile of money and I can still win majors and I can still play in Ryder cups and stuff like that. Uh, this, I think that's your bigger thing, which could lead to, could lead to some other things. So um, it's big, it's big, man. It's big. Um, it made me, I mean, I can't believe I'm Brooke. I, I hated Brooks. 
I hated Brooks with a passion. When it was the Brooks and Bryson thing, hell, I was taking Bryson's side. In the end. I know. Something was wrong with you. I don't know what you were doing at that point in time. <laughs> Although, I'm going to give Bryson credit. His his attitude has changed. I don't know if he's lost that bro mentality since he lost his weight. Um, I did find that phenomenal, that story. I read that story. They talked about it on the air. He lost 18 pounds in 24 days. I was like, goodness gracious, alive. What is this yeah. all about? So, the guy, is, he's a weirdo. He sort of but... seems, he seems himself again. Yep. As far as a golf, from a golf, uh, a golfing perspective. So, hey, look, he congratulated Brooks afterwards. They're he bugs. was one of the guys that they're bros. He was one, yeah, they are now. They're total bros. Hey, listen, money will do that to somebody. Okay. It's kind of funny. It's kind of <laughs> there's crazy. a lot of guys I hate that if both of us started making $10 million a year, I'd probably learn to like him. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of crazy after the mentality that Brooks had on the full swing documentary. The like mm-hmm. where it's like I don't know if I'll ever be able to win again. I don't know if I'll I'm able to com- like beat these guys. To which I guess more than likely he was still a little bit injured during that whole time. Like maybe it was more like I don't know if I'll ever be healthy enough again, which would maybe be a more accurate statement at the time. But and then to see the last two, essentially he threw the Masters away. I mean, he's, yeah. he essentially blew that shot 75 on, on Sunday. Everybody made the, oh, it's a 54-hole. You're only used to 54 holes. And I actually heard that a few times from the crowd. The crowd was actually uh, – there was time – I think there was a time on Saturday where they booed uh, Bryson and Brooks when they teed off. Like the, Oh, that, that was, was – no, number that, one. They, As a matter of fact uh, – some of the even some of the play-by-play guys, they said this this like don't get me wrong, we may have our disagreements, but this is uncalled for. Like you can't like don't do that. No, Brooks like, said you know, he liked it, so he's like, hey, you make a good shot, they cheer for you. You make a bad shot, they'll get after you. So I don't it's New remember. York. I mean, that's another thing. I mean, the New York fans are Phil has said it for years that he loves playing there just because they're so passionate and they. They boo you, they cheer for you. So maybe that's what Brooks was feeding off of. I think the thing that stands out in my mind about Brooks. When you watch that documentary and he talks about what you just said, not possibly playing again, and he, he was even still lumbering a little bit during the Masters, I do find it hilarious that about three weeks ago somebody said something to him that in an interview, and his quote was, I'm finally healthy, and I feel really good. And so that kind of lets you know going in, he felt like he could make a run. So yeah. I'm not saying he called a shot, but he did say, I'm a different golfer when I'm 100% healthy. I mean, he's got to be the favorite for the uh, – he's the best player in the world. When he's healthy, he's the best player in the world. Yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I mean, the the U.S. Open, I mean, that's – I can't imagine the I, – I, where where is the U.S. Open this year? Mm, I don't know. Why did you have to ask me that? Because that's just like something I would just figured you would know. Um, <laughs> U.S. Open – 2023 it's at dadgummit we'll figure it out and just we'll figure it out oh yeah it's at it's at uh la country club uh la uh, oh that's right because they talked about it because they're already saying that max home is the favorite and um you know the uh, maddie and the caddy um michael collins the caddy yeah uh, he went on a rant and he was like please quit saying that it's max home is to lose He's going to have more pressure playing in L.A. at his home course than any other person has ever had. I imagine the the courses, the course is probably not going to be very much 
that they set they typically U.S. Opens are set up now. It's like PGA Championships are are becoming U.S. Opens, where it's like we want the high rough and make it super long and blah blah blah. So, it, it, I mean, it, it it could be a similar setup, and it's like, hey, could could Brooks go back to back? I mean, could I mean he that's he's done it before. Could he go back to back? Um, he's got to be the the favorite if he stays healthy. Um, I mean. Kyle, I have an issue. I feel like if you bet, I feel like if you were to bet John Rahm, Scotty Scheffler, and Brooks Kepka in every major throughout the year, you're gonna at the beginning, you're gonna hit two or three. I feel like you're gonna hit at least two right right now. Like yeah, right now just, in their prime, they're 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 unreal. Um, and I hope I don't know how much longer Brooks has uh, of this like peakness, but I, I feel like he could rattle off th- at least three or four more majors. I think he's going to win again. I think he's going to win at least one of these next two, I mean, it, it, and it's probably going to be the U.S. Open. So it's just it's if it's, he doesn't win one of these next two, I do I do think after what he did at Augusta and what he's done previously at Augusta, I think Masters. that he wins the Masters next year. Yeah, if he stays healthy between now. And in April, I think that he wins Augusta. Even if he doesn't win these next two, I think he wins Augusta next next year uh, because he's played there enough now to know what to do and what not to do. He he knows the you know that's what they always say. The guys with experience always play well at Augusta. He's played there enough now. He's got it figured out. And so I think that he, I think if he doesn't even have his hundred, I think if he plays, I think if he's got his game at ninety percent, he has a chance to win at sure. Augusta just because of. Um, the mentality goes into it. So I will say this. I've said this before. I said it at Riviera. I've said it at other tournaments. I'm probably going to say it after the U.S. Open because they're notorious for doing it. Kyle, get rid of the 245-yard par threes. I'm tired of watching dudes struggle to get to the green to watch a chip off in order to – listen – I'm probably more okay with it if you put it more towards the end of the round where people can lose strokes at that point and you 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 know it can make or break a tournament at the end but watching these guys hit seven woods and nine woods and into the wind hitting three woods into a green i'm done with that i'm, I'm so over it it's not fun it's just if not you're fun gonna to watch. have one if you're gonna have one let it be one that you can run one up there like you can yes kind of land short and bound right. it up there not an elevated green to- which they had so you had to fly it on the green if and you flew you, it pin high, it released over. And you got you got like waist deep rough. Like that's yes. stupid. Yeah, like it's just makes- not I, I y'all these PGA tour professional, these these setup guys that set the course up, you know, they all think, okay, if we lengthen it, it'll make it harder. How much did you and I talk about? I forgot what tournament was last year. Maybe it was PGA last year. Remember they had like that 99 yard par three that nobody could hit the friggin' green? Yeah, it was, the, can, it was the U.S. Open last year. Yeah, you can you can set a course up without making it 250 yards on a par three. Like, that's just – and the reason being is Nikhil's a much longer hitter than I am, but I can tell you that that is not relatable to me. There's – I'm watching that probably just as nervous as the player because I'm like – I even texted that to Kyle. I said, I said, two of the par threes I'd probably have to lay up on. I'd probably have to just take an iron – find a soft spot out in the green and then try to get up and down for par. Because if I hit a three wood in there, I can't carry it to 45. So I got to get a great bounce and it may bounce in the trash. So then I'm really screwed. Yeah. So it's almost like I got to 
fire a seven iron down to some grassy area and then play from there. Play it like a drivable par four and you're trying to make birdie. Yeah. Basically. I mean, it's <laughs> that. And, and so I really wish they did that. Kyle and I talked about it. We ran about it at Riviera because they had that one hole that was protected by a bunker. Four. If you, yeah, number four. And if you landed anywhere on the green, it released over the green, which yeah. is just stupid. Like so, there's, and, and so please do away with it. And they're going to do it for the U.S. Open. They're going to find a hole out there at L.A. that they can turn into a 250-yard par three with dry greens that we're going to watch a bunch of guys try to get up and down for par for yep. four days. Carnage. Stupid. Let's go. It's absolutely stupid. <laughs> oh, man. So it could be, a, could be a fun rest of the year. Um, I'm anxious to see how the rest – I'm anxious to see – the sound bites over the over the next week. So let's pay attention. Pay attention to the media, Brandle, and and all those guys who are definitely hurting right now, like hurting hurting badly. So let's. Oh, I can't wait to watch live from later on tonight because we yeah. record this. So it'll, you guys will watch it on Monday, but I will be on Sunday night. That will be what I'm watching going to bed. Is I will be watching Brandle swallow his tears back from just. Oh, yeah. Getting so mad that Brooks won, but can't say it because he earned it. I mean, the guy when they go out there and they earn it, you can't say anything. Not a whole lot you can say. He can't. He can't point to the the a weird rule breaking thing or something like that where he shouldn't have shouldn't. Have the done only something. thing that's going to save him is he's going to be able to lean into that uh, PGA Club Pro. He yeah. he'll he will focus on that the entire time and will not even talk about Brooks. Probably so. Probably so. All right. Uh, appreciate it, guys. Uh, y'all have a great, great week. Uh, we'll talk back soon. This is episode uh, 285 of the Dad by Golf Pod, brought to you by Bet Online. And we're always broken. You've been listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod, always stroking. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.